Why omega-3 is vital for child development. Omega-3 benefits for children are vast. To start with, it is part of the process of feeding the brain so it can develop effectively as well as maintaining health. Omega-3 is key to the development of the cardiovascular and central nervous system. It also aids in the absorption of other nutrients. Additionally, it is vital for vision and overall eye functions. How important is omega-3 for a child? A bit of history that could connect to some behavioural issues we are seeing the rise of today. It is believed that during the mid-upper Paleolithic period, the intake of aquatic foods increased, marking a major turning point for human evolution. Now, some experts theorise the possibility of why this occurred was because aquatic life had high levels of omega-3, as well as the food being devoid of the pollution like mercury that we experience today. DHA plays a critical role during pregnancy and early stages of childhood for brain and eye development and progression. DHA is part of the omega-3 family. It is believed by some that there is a direct correlation between deficiencies in omega-3 and cognitive impairment. DHA can be found in breast milk, a natural process that could show a link to the vital importance of DHA and brain and visual development for children. What are the types of omega-3 fatty acids? The types of omega-3 fatty acids are EPA, DHA and ALA. EPA and DHA are predominantly found in certain fish, chicken and beef. Free-range or grass-fed animal products have higher levels of omega-3, whereas animals' diets that consist of corn or soybean feed will increase the amount of omega-6. Because omega-6 tends to be easy to consume and produces a hormone that causes an inflammatory response in order to trigger off the immune system to start the healing process for infection, it requires more omega-3 to balance out those effects, so there is not too much inflammation present in the blood. What about the impact of omega-3 on the brain? With the prevalence of behavioural and psychological conditions in children, the correlation has been examined between the rise of these conditions and the decreasing levels of omega-3 in the blood, while common food products are increasingly high in omega-6. Researchers theorise that omega-3 may be useful to help manage behavioural and psychological conditions, as they play a major role in the functioning of neurotransmitters, including serotonin. More research is undergoing on how effective omega-3 is. Some studies have presented that children that take an omega-3 supplement may benefit in some degree with those with ADHD, possibly improving impaired emotional reasoning and may even contribute to the reduction of antisocial traits. Yes, because of the way omega-3 works in the brain, it can help reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. The increase of EPA consumption has been linked to possibly reducing social anxiety and shyness. Some long-term studies have shown that infant formulas that contain DHA and ARA and omega-6 fatty acid could help delay allergies from developing and protect against allergies in early childhood, as well as developing and improving immune cell distribution.
Some studies have revealed that children of low levels of certain types of omega-3 fatty acids may have poor reading skills and comprehending what they read and learn. Increasing a child's intake of omega-3 may help improve reading skills and even play a role in memory retention. With its anti-inflammatory properties, it can help with the reduction of weight for overweight children, upper respiratory disease, and reduce symptoms of asthma. So what is the deal with omega-3 and omega-6 on inflammation? Food allergies and digestive problems like celiac disease seem to be on the rise, and one of the causes of this rise is higher levels of inflammation present in the blood. Now, it also needs to be considered that when there are high levels of omega-6 but low levels of omega-3, too much inflammation can be present, resulting in the increase of allergies, including food allergies. Omega-6 is not the sole cause of the higher levels. Keep in mind, it is a necessary fatty acid, just small in small doses. However, it can be said that back in the days of our parents, foods had less additives added to an animal's diet. Now, in our day and age, animals we eat are consuming foods that are high in nutrients that ideally we need in smaller doses, like omega-6. Thus, consuming free-range or grass-fed meat and poultry is not just beneficial for the animal's welfare, it is beneficial for our health. So what about omega-3 for mothers and babies? Supplementation of omega-3 is said to be beneficial for both mother and baby. 50 to 60 milligrams per day of the mother's DHA stores goes to the fetus, especially during the third trimester. Other examinations have been done for the benefit of DHA supplementation for premature infants. There have also been studies done that when high levels of DHA and ARA are found, that can improve vocabulary comprehension, vision and hand-eye coordination. It has also been said that infants with high levels of omega-3 have reduced tendencies for food allergies and atopic dermatitis. Because the brain is made up of 25% phospholipids, this could be why fatty acids are so necessary to keep membranes fluid and aid in neurotransmitter signals. Could the intake of omega-3 impact those with ADHD? It appears though with ADHD, they have lower blood levels of DHA. So, some research has demonstrated that when children or adults have omega-3 supplements high in DHA, that can assist in improving behaviour and intention. Not only can DHA help with, with preventing ADHD, it is vital for a baby's visual and brain development. A mother's DHA is passed on to her infant during pregnancy, especially during the third trimester, as mentioned before, as well as through breast milk. So it is important that mothers also get enough DHA during and after pregnancy. Does this mean that omega-3 could play a role in preventing ADHD? ADHD has been linked to low levels of DHA, as those diagnosed with ADHD have lower levels of DHA. As evidence has shown over the years, the Western diet is typically low in omega-3. This could be why we are seeing more children diagnosed with ADHD. 
Furthermore, those with ADHD have test results revealing that they have high blood levels of omega-6. Research is going even further by looking at the correlation of low levels of omega-3 and autism spectrum disorder. Some studies have demonstrated that omega-3 could potentially aid with improving some of these problem behaviours. Experts emphasise that parents should seek getting the majority of omega-3 in the diet and food as omega-3 supplements have contradictory outcomes. So what are the foods that are recommended for omega-3? Flax seeds, fish, meat products, walnuts, hemp oil and phytoplankton have high levels of omega-3, flaxseed being one of the highest. When feeding an infant, look out for formulas that contain at least 0.35% DHA. Free-range omega-3 enriched eggs have around 125 milligrams of omega-3, specifically DHA and EPA. Salmon is of course a food highly recommended, with one ounce of salmon having around 400 milligrams of omega-3. One cup of salmon is 7.9 ounces, so it doesn't take much salmon to get high levels of omega-3. Other sources recommended are omega-3 rich milk, walnuts, flaxseed oil, soybeans and hell, even mayonnaise. Fish oil has been shown to be highly beneficial. However, one does need to be careful because of the potential mercury content. So getting enough omega-3 from a range of sources will probably prevent too much exposure to pollutants. How can a parent get enough omega-3 in their child's diet? ALA is found in good levels in chia seeds, flax seeds and walnuts. When looking at getting enough omega-3 in the diet, it is better to first get it through your food rather than through supplementation. However, it can be difficult to get your child to eat the foods high in omega-3 and then supplementing may be necessary. Flaxseed is one of the highest in omega-3. Try to add a teaspoon in a smoothie or mix it up with some peanut butter to put on toast. Flaxseed has a minor nutty flavour, so even if you spread it out throughout the day in foods to mask that flavour. Flaxseeds and chia seeds can also be added to baking, like muffins, muesli slice and even adding flaxseeds with breadcrumbs to coat chicken breasts when you're cooking for dinner at night. Keep in mind, the body does struggle to digest and break down flaxseed, so it is recommended to ground the seeds first or just use the oil. And of course with flaxseed oil you can also add this to smoothies and drinks as well. Is CBD oil really as good as some claim? CBD oil is still in its infancy. However, test results and research are very promising, with more research being presented covering a range of benefits for CBD oil. The FDA has approved two CBD medications for helping treat epilepsy. Parents have spoken about the rapid change of the epileptic child after giving them CBD oil. Sydney is one of 25 children participating in the clinical trial at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia who are receiving doses of Epidolex, a purified CBD created by London-based GW Pharmaceuticals. Part of the drug's attraction is that it is low in THC. Prior to this study, Sydney couldn't do a puzzle. 
after two weeks she was whipping through puzzles on an iPad and we're like who is this kid Michael said we're talking about a kid who is seizing easily from a thousand to three thousand times in a week it was incredible this story was posted in the Washington Post by Lex Talamo now CBD carries many benefits one being it is a good ratio of omega-3 and 6 whether or not this is connected to its wide range of benefits is still to be determined. Research does seem to indicate it is imperative to get a high dose of CBD in order to see the major benefits, which is why the oil is particularly beneficial. How much should a child have of omega-3? Depending on their age, starting on a dose of around 0.5 grams for 0 to 12 month year old infants. As they get older, slightly increase the dose by around 0.2 grams every few years. Experts recommend not exceeding 3,000 milligrams per day. However, there is still research taking place about how much is too much. What research certainly indicates is that having higher levels of omega-3 is always a good thing, even if you don't see immediate benefits. Remember, omega-3 is required for basic body functions. Thus, instead of your child just surviving, he or she will thrive with more omega-3 in their diet. Research does indicate that higher doses are required in order to see more benefits. So, for a 0 to 12 month child, that will be at least 500 milligrams. Some recommend that children between ages 4 to 6 should consume around 500 to 700 milligrams of omega-3. And from 7 years of age and up, they should get around 1000 milligrams daily at least. If supplementing, ensure the supplement has equal amounts of DHA and EPA. So what should a parent take from all of this? One thing all experts seem to agree upon, that everyone, children, adults and animals all require more omega-3 in their diet and less omega-6 for overall health and potential benefit or reduction of diseases and inflammatory related conditions. So, there you have it. For more information like this, please like and subscribe and click that bell notification so you can stay up to, up to date on all of my um, videos that will be coming out. Thanks for listening and watching. Talk to you soon. Bye.